0: And I'm, and I waited for no, you. No, I said, I
1: said, I'm, and I'm Donovan, but really quick to try to continue the bit. You said, it
0: too, you said it too quick.
1: Okay. And I'm, done and I'm Donovan. There we go. I <laughs> nailed it. It's a show about relationships with poppin' folks. Hold on. Dude. Let's, let's take it again. A fucking okay. motorcycle just rolled, yeah, just rolling through fun. right
0: now. All fucking right. hardcore. Okay it's radio free to i'm arthur
1: and i'm donovan
0: and this is a show about relationships we talk to you about our relationships your relationships and other people's relationships it's a show about relationships welcome to it
1: and it's the show where some fucking dickhead just keeps riding by my window on a harley that's cool he seems he seems to be leaving now though uh, hey, that's a cool transition to the fact, though, that uh, I'm in a fucking apartment now. I'm no longer recording in Airbnbs, but, uh, man, but my furniture man. does not get here till Thursday, so I currently have an air mattress, uh, a camping chair, the toilet, and that's it for places to put my body.
0: <laughs> you have so, lim- so limited, not... body place, lim- limited body storage places.
1: Limited body storage. So, I took my t v off the air conditioning unit that's been sitting on top of that is my makeshift desk. If you uh, want to see my setup get a little peek behind the curtain, why don't you go to my Instagram? I made a funny caption that's fun. that is fun how you doing arthur
0: oh boy uh i I was just off work for two days um and I completely squandered them and I am dreading <laughs> hell yeah, and I am dreading my return to the the sadness factory, which is the Gas station, where I manufacture sadness. <laughs> My coworkers have no fucking idea what to make of me, because, like, uh, I'm super depressed lately, and so I go in and I'm just real fucking quiet, right? Like, I don't say much. Yeah. And they'd be like, yeah. uh, uh, do you want to turn on the radio? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Um, I guess I'll I'll just put something on, and then they put on radio, and I'm afflicted with fucking commercial radio, which doesn't help me at all. <laughs> and, but you gotta say you gotta say something.
1: Make make at least that push through the depression, so that you don't have to deal with that shit, because that would make me lose my fucking mind.
0: Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh, they had um, there's a local uh AM radio station. It's WLW, uh, in Cincinnati. And uh, it's some right-wing conservative nonsense, and but they play baseball games. So I was listening to the baseball game, and I like baseball, all right, so that wasn't so bad. And then it goes to the news after, and uh, just like in the middle of a story, I just looked up and turned it off. Just, and my coworker kind of looks at me, and I look at him, and then I turn to the customer, and I'm like, I can help who's next. <laughs> <laughs>
1: good, good move. Yeah. I feel that super hard. My first job out of college was like a research assistant. It was incredibly fucking tedious and boring. And so, like, and I never felt like talking at work. I was just pretty quiet because, like, this puts me in no fucking mood to talk. Uh, I ended up making friends with one of my coworkers, though. We went out, and she was like, You're, like, actually a really personable person. Like, I kind of assumed, you know, you were really quiet. And I'm like, Well, no, that's just because, you know, I fucking hate typing the same numbers into a spreadsheet every single day. It doesn't really put me in the mood to, uh, to be a friendly guy. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I feel
0: you. it it fucking be like that.
1: I guess one other thing I'm just picturing that in the Sadness Factory gas station, you've got like a slushing machine and mm-hmm. it just says sad and it's black <laughs> and you pull the lever. <laughs> just yeah. fills your cup like some frowny faces kind of bubble out of
0: it. Yeah. Uh, cherry, blue raspberry, Sprite, and sad. <laughs> Those are the flavors available. On special
1: this week, a free fucking half price 32-ounce Void.
0: (laughs) I'd drink Void. Void sounds pretty good. I'm I'm down for that, too. If I wasn't already completely full of it, am I right?
1: Well, how about, uh, how about we fill, uh, the void inside both of us with, uh, your relationship questions, Reddit people and question box people, what do you say, Arthur?
0: I would love that. That sounds great. All right, fuck yeah, We'll hit it. Here it come. Girlfriend suspects infidelity, but I, M, have a rather embarrassing explanation. Throw away for obvious reasons, I will do my best to make this as brief as possible. Hey, thanks, guy. My GF and I live together. I am out of town for a long weekend. My girlfriend called me to tell me that the bathtub was filling up with dirty water by way of the drain, so she had a plumber to come out to assess the situation. The plumber found the cause of the backup, which was feminine hygiene products. He told her they are not meant to be flushed because they cause exactly what happened. So she calls me and really lets me have it. Says she never flushed anything like that and it must be another woman. She's angry and rightfully so. It looks bad. Here's the thing, Reddit. The products did not belong to a woman. They, in fact, belong to me. I suffer from irritable bowels and use them in a rather non-traditional manner. I knew they couldn't be flushed, but obviously couldn't put them in the trash without arousing suspicion or causing a smell. I told her I would talk when I got home and explain, but I'm dreading this conversation for obvious reasons. Reddit, please help me out here. Do I tell the truth? Feels like I can't win either way. Sincerely, Sewage Secret. And that was posted by My Sewage Secret.
1: creative creative use of that sewage secret i mean i I gotta say that right off the bat it's gotta work for leakage um i'm also hoping that this is a pad situation and you have not rammed a tampon off your ass that you know you, you pull out it's got a little treat on it and it's just kind of soaked through expanding with butt juice but uh i i either way not not a delectable image uh just tell your girlfriend what, what the deal is though. You know, like I don't, I think she hears this. It's hard to suspect that like, you're going to say some real, like the lie, excuse, if this is a lie, the excuse you're making up is that, you know what I mean? So I, I think, I think you just tell her and, uh, he's asking in the comments, you know, somebody told him that he's like, she knows about the condition, but I'm afraid this might be too much for her to handle. I don't know, dude, she's your fucking girlfriend, it, sharing intimate shit like that, especially when it's, you know, kind of gnarly, mm-hmm. and she, somebody, you know, you can trust them, it's it's your fucking partner, shows you trust them, and, you know, it, it certainly gives an explanation for this, because I don't, I don't know what the fuck else you could play
0: it off as. Right. I think she'll hang tough through this, uh, because <laughs> it's funny, it's fuck, hopefully she laughs, I hope she laughs.
1: I I I I don't know what else I don't know what else you could you could really do there. (laughs) It's a a fucking fucking absurd situation.
0: Yeah, Um, filling my my dirt button with wads of cotton. (laughs) (laughs) Some girl once told me I had a fucking
1: nosebleed. I was like getting him regularly, and she's like, stick a tampon in your nose. And she was fucking with me. She's like, no, seriously, it works. And I'm like, like even if you're not joking, dude, like. I don't want to be walking around with a fucking string hanging out of my nostril. I'm just... I'm going to look like a fucking dingus. I'd rather... You know? You could just get a little piece of tissue paper and push it up. I don't know why I'm telling you about this. You you get the idea. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. This will be fine. This will shake out okay.
1: You're, You're good. And if nothing's really going on, you know, I feel like she'd be picking... If this is actually happening, she'd be picking up on something else. Like... I don't think in any cheating situation ever, the only piece of evidence has been, like, a loose fucking tampon.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You know? A tampon in the wild. Yeah. And
1: final piece of advice, don't flush that shit. How the fuck do you not... How do you not know that? You're gonna have... Every, like, gender-neutral bathroom has, like, this sanitary disposal box. There's a fucking reason for that, dude. These things are meant to expand and hold lots of liquid and, uh... Yeah, pipes. Pipes don't like that. Yeah. So don't. They, don't do that to. They
0: them. form a blockage on purpose.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fucking exactly. You know. Yeah. But now instead of menstrual bleeding, uh, it is your um, wastewater <laughs> that is being held firmly within your pipes, and that only leads to things that are probably much worse than a cheating situation. If I be honest with
0: you. Yeah. Thin pudding.
1: I think I'd rather, you know, have a breakup uh, than my pipes explode and, and cover me with, uh, you know, with the soggy poopies, <laughs> as the, as so the kids say these days.
0: So how to, like, okay, so he's got to figure out some way to get him out of the house, like, without making a big stink about it. I'm thinking you keep, a, like, a box of uh, Ziploc bags by the toilet, and when you remove your your sanitary product you like bag that shit up and take it right out to the dumpster
1: there you go i get one of those they make them for cat litter uh you like drop it in and it kind of it's like a it's like a series of bags that kind of seal as you drop them in do you know what i'm talking about they have them for like diapers too get, get one of those things
0: yeah fancy
1: yeah you want to i don't know dude if you're at the point where you gotta you gotta use a you know, feminine hygiene products for your, for your anal leakage, you know, definitely invest in making that as, as not unpleasant as
0: possible. Oh yeah. It's important. It's an investment. Yes, it is.
1: Well, uh, speaking of investments, uh, our listeners have made a big investment in our question box this week, Arthur. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Make a statement. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all the questions Why are you asking all them questions Making statements uh, uh,
0: Assuming
1: yeah, so they, 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 really, they really have uh, We have four questions from you folks this week And uh, I'm just here to reiterate To new listeners Or those of you with short memories That we have our anonymous question box where you can submit your questions to the show. Um, the link to the anonymous question box is on our social media. Like It's in the Instagram description. We post it periodically on Facebook if you just kind of roll through the old posts uh, or just fucking ask one of us for it if you're, if you're really that lazy. Um, but also, we appreciate you, and so we probably tolerate your laziness if you want to share a question with us. Anyways, no account necessary. It's completely anonymous. Type your question in the box, smash that enter button, and uh, we'll read it on the show even if it's about what some of these things are about. (laughs) It's so good. These are so good. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, So let's get to it with I 23 F have been hanging out with my ex boyfriend, 22 M for about a year now. We have been broken up for over a year. And after taking time apart, he insisted we try to be friends because we were friends for a long time before we even dated. I was hesitant, but eventually gave it a try. We've only been friends, or we've been only friends, and I have not been leading him on in any way, but recently he revealed to me that he thinks I'm still into him, and that we should try dating again. I'm not still into him. I've been dating other people, and I don't want to get back together. I've been telling him I don't have the same feelings, but he keeps saying that it's not the same for him either, but the feelings are still there. I don't know how else to tell him that I don't want to date without him thinking I'm holding back on purpose, and... If you let yourself i think we could be really happy i really don't see it that way and i don't know what else to do i still want us to be friends though which is the tricky part it's true. so tricky situation arthur what do you what do you say
0: oh man um like <laughs> how do you like how do you make someone believe you you know cuz it sounds like he's just uh like he's still got the feelings and is refusing to let go of the possibility that you have feelings for him. But you've told him over and over, he's fucking, you know, I think you've done all you can, you've fucking told him. Uh, uh, Just keep it persistent, and, uh, you know, fucking, uh, uh, this guy guy sucks, I don't like him. I don't like this guy.
1: No, because if this was, imagine this is like not, you know, somebody dated... Uh, you know, this is just like a new dude who's into you, and he tells you, and you're like, ah, no, not really feeling it, and he just fucking keeps going at it. You tell that guy to fuck off. You
0: tell that guy to eat a million decks.
1: Yeah, and I I know there's obviously some emotional weight here. Like, you know, you care about this person. Just really fucking into you. You can kind of understand that. Uh, But you... It's clear that he's not ready for this friendship, even if you are. Yeah. And if that's the case... You know, and you have told them time and time again that, like, no, this isn't going to go anywhere. I just want to be friends with you. you got to put some distance there. And I think, like, really let them know, like, hey, I want to be friends with you if that's it. And that's it. And if you keep fucking coming at me with this stuff, you know, it's not me holding back. I just don't, you know, we tried and it didn't work. And if you keep coming at me with this, like, we we can't be friends for now. Like, you got to get to a point where you're cool with that before we can maintain, you know, a,
0: a friendship absolutely yeah hold firm and give them give them that kind of uh that ultimatum let them know that uh this kind of behavior is unacceptable and uh they ain't gonna fucking deal with it no more definitely so
1: and i'm gonna say too you know she mentions for over a year but people like kind of recover like recover i don't have the right word but you get the idea like from feelings at different rates yeah you know and you might see a year and be like oh you know uh it, they, they're over it by now like it's fine but that's not how it goes for some people. True. Like I I've been there. I've broken up with an ex. You're like, "Okay, it's been some time. We can be friends." You start talking, there come the fucking feelings again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it it is complicated and it's the it, you know, I, I I'm sympathetic towards this dude. It, it's just accept to the point where, where you keep trying to force this thing. Like it's not only shitty to your, you know, your ex here, but it's also a disservice to yourself. Cause you're fucking not letting yourself get over this girl, and that's it, what you need to do, you know, before you can actually have a friendship.
0: Absolutely the case. Uh, for our next submission to the anonymous question box this week, uh, comes uh, uh, for, so it's a little animated. This one, How do you like? Do you like that? <laughs> All right, pretty good. I'm in love with BoJack Horseman. What the fuck is wrong with me? Twenty-something lady here. Okay, so I'm not technically in love with BoJack Horseman, more so enamored by him. I used to say I didn't believe in love, romantic love, that is. I do believe in it, I just don't think it's that important. I digress. So back to my beloved BoJack. I want to make clear that I'm not into him because he's a horse. I've not explored or thought much about furry-related <laughs> fetishes. I find myself obsessed with BoJack's personality and the way he carries himself in his pain. I watch the show when I'm depressed, specifically the darker, more depressing episodes. My favorite episode is titled you stupid piece of shit. (laughs) I love it because it gives more detail on his inner thoughts and self-loathing. Bojack is my type in terms of archetypes. People with similar characteristics evoke all the stupid fucking butterflies and I feel so much attraction. It is almost like I feel pulled towards them. I do believe we don't choose who we love. We don't choose who we feel that pull towards. We don't choose our types but we can choose how to respond to our types. I've spent enough of my life making the wrong choices, choices ranging from naive, stupid, and impulsive. For years, I've been making the choice to avoid my type, people I found myself attracted to, to focus instead on myself. But now I'm in a place where, instead of dating, I'm chilling at home watching BoJack Horseman with a mix of emotions, including lust and an almost nostalgic type longing. Please help me, Radio Free Totebag. Signed, I'm in love with BoJack Horseman. (laughs) Well,
1: I think the answer is clear. I think you gotta fuck that horse. You gotta fuck man. that horse. <sighs> now, uh th- this I think is related to to an extent, uh Arthur you ever seen you ever seen like the fucking dudes, a lot of time it's like fucking younger people. And they watch something like Bojack or they watch, you know, Rick and Morty
0: mm-hmm.
1: where the main character is like they're they're misanthropic fucking pieces of shit. You know, that's a huge portion of their character, but, like, there's reasoning behind it. Like, yeah. Bojack had his abusive childhood. Rick's got whatever fucked-up shit, you know, happens in his fucked-up world. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the kind of point of the character, and, like, my read is, is, like, yeah, this person's a piece of shit, but, like, they're you can empathize with them, Like, you, you feel them on that. Yeah. But a lot of people go at that the wrong way, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, Rick is fucking awesome. Like, Bojack is the best. Like, I want to be like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, if that's your read, dude... You, that's a bad fucking perception. Like you don't want to be somebody who. What's the fucking worst? In one of the BoJack episodes, he goes to visit his ex and then yeah. almost hooks up with like his fucking teenage daughter. Yeah. Like you, you don't, you don't want to fucking be that. <laughs> no. You know, you can, you can have empathy for like this as a character, you know, but you shouldn't be approaching this type of character or individual because you know there's fucking people like that too with like admiration. Yeah. And I, I think if you're having that and kind of the, you know, not the wanting to be, but like being attracted to this and, and you kind of mentioned, you, you know, your type here and you you see there's a little bit of a problem with that. I'd be kind of like examining where that comes from, because I, I think I've had this before and I, I know people who just kind of they tend to go for the chaotic you know, people who are, they're going to be fucking bad for them,
0: mm-hmm. but,
1: like, there's an attraction there. Like, that that's a thing. Do, do you know what I'm saying?
0: I know exactly what you're saying.
1: That's, I guess, just, you know. Because normally it would be like, oh, okay, you kind of know what you're into, go after that, but, like, fucking do not do that in this situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're interested in a depressed, uh, self-destructive person at the nadir of his career, let me holla at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there you go. Yeah. Or fucking
1: just go hit up Will Arnett, who does Bojack's voice. That's yeah. probably why I checked to him, because Will Arnett's
0: hot as fuck, dude. Yeah, he's got a great voice, too. Yeah, yeah. Man, this, okay. This is... Oh, go ahead. Back to the, like, uh, specific characters, uh, kind of like antiheroes that you're supposed to kind of empathize with, but ultimately, like... Ultimately, they're sort of a villain, you know? Uh, yeah. Fucking Walter White from Breaking Bad, that shit drove me fucking insane, the way people were like, fucking Walter White's the man. It's like by the end, by like the final seasons, he's a fucking monster, and he's he's the villain of the show, and everyone's like, fucking Skylar's such a bitch. That pissed me off so fucking bad when people would be down on Skylar because they, they loved their uh, their abusive fucking bald meth cook man. Ugh.
1: No, it, fucking, fucking definitely. It's, it's, it's just some edgy bullshit yeah. oftentimes. And the other thing is it's a fucking show. They're the main characters. So like, of course they're going to be spun as empathetic. Cause that's why the show works and mm-hmm. fucking reality. You know, you, you don't see i uh, I'm trying to think of a fucking good example here. You know, a fucking washed up celebrity, who is causing all sort of fucking havoc in his personal life, like leading to the death of one of his friends and some fucking creepy shit, you know, to their friend's daughter. Mm -hmm. You don't get like, Oh, but also like here's their bad childhood and like they're funny and, and and all these other things. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, that's not focused on and rather that's like much a minor part of them. It's much more overshadowed by their negative qualities, but for the show to work, they got to obviously, you know, focus a little bit more on those, on those positive qualities. I don't know how well I articulated that, but it's, I guess what a fucking characterization is and human beings aren't fucking characters.
0: Mm. True. Who that?
1: So, I don't know. What what, what was the end kind of question here that that they were asking? I got got a little, I got a little lost here.
0: Uh, So Uh, instead of dating, she's at home watching BoJack Horseman being like, oh, OJ. you,
1: gotcha. And avoiding that kind of person uh, to focus on yourself. So, fucking, I, I mean, good call there. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's difficult to not go with what you're attracted to, obviously. Right. You know, if you're into this sort of thing, and you start dating like Mr. Fucking Put-Together Sweetheart Guy, you can't you can't force feelings for that. You know, because there's a very big emotional component, and it's not going to have the excitement, and it's not going to have the Uh, just like intensity that that kind of a a fucked up dysfunctional relationship would Um, but yeah so the the way to address that though is to work on yourself so it's good on you that you're doing that but what i meant by too examining kind of where this comes from that might take the form of therapy as well to you know find a way to not just have to like actively avoid that but to kind of change your feelings it's what cognitive behavioral therapy is it's kind of Fixing your thought process processes to make your you know feelings change as a result since you can't really change them directly uh, getting a little getting a little off the rails there but you but you get the idea keep yeah. focusing on yourself, keep working on that you know you you've made the right call by avoiding this uh, just continue to make the right call of working on yourself until you know you're no longer going after people you you know are going to be chaotic and bad for you true. Or fuck that horse. <laughs> or fuck that horse,
0: man. <coughs> <coughs> all right, I want to read. I want to read another one real quick. It's a real short one. All right. What? That's all it said. Somebody just put the word "what" in our anonymous question box. Yeah,
1: I, I saw that, and I assumed that they had like entered that by accident, and then written the next one. But uh, yeah. nah, just what? What? <laughs> Uh it's radio free tote bag. That's what. Folks,
0: that's, w- that's what. Yeah. That's what. As Victor says All right, what? Then.
1: <laughs> I'm also uh, this, this is an experimental episode. Where I'm I'm figuring out how uh, how loud I'm able to be without uh disturbing my neighbors.
0: <laughs> we're gonna have to, we're
1: gonna have to gradually kind of suss that out. Cause, dude, in my last place, I was yelling at fucking video games all the time. Mm-hmm. I was yelling at some of these episodes. I never get a single noise complaint. I, I hope that's the case here too. Me too.
0: Me too. I would hate for the quality of our show to suffer because you have to like moderate. I would hate for
1: that. Damn. Damn right. Maybe I'll just create like a fucking capsule of sound observation material, mm. and then and uh, I can scream my heart out. <laughs> <laughs> a sound cocoon, if you will. There we go. The RFTB Donovan Cocoon. (laughs) Knock on the window to get my attention. Uh, Throw me some root beer candies through the slot in the
0: door. He loves some root beer candies.
1: Yes, I fucking do. All right, final question in here. Kind of speaking of video games. How do you solve the problem of being dummy thick and having the clap of your ass cheeks constantly alerting the guards?
0: Now, I think that if your ass cheeks are so thick that they clap, and uh alert the guards then maybe you're not cut out for tactical espionage action (laughs) maybe you're more of a frontline kind of guy stealth is optional in those missions
1: that's true oh god in some of those fucking games it definitely is for for those of you who, who don't recognize this reference which is a fucking wonderful one whoever posted that uh it's a meme that came out recently about solid snake from metal gear solid and uh, Solid Snake tends to wear tight bodysuits, and he, he's definitely
0: fucking dummy thick. That's that's accurate. Yeah, especially uh, in uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. My God. Whew, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh
1: yeah. Um. But they, this this kind of became a thing because the voice actor for Snake, David Hayter, uh, actually like read out this whole fucking line in Snake's voice, and it's wonderful. And if you have not seen that, uh, I encourage you to go check that out.
0: Go go Google that. Maybe we'll put it in the, in the description for the show notes.
1: There we go. Yeah. I'll put the dummy thickness in the description. <laughs> well, good times in the question box this week. Thank you for your questions. And uh, if you'd like to elaborate on that, what? Definitely do that, anonymous user. Yeah. And uh, you got a question that's ditching at you about relationships, dating, or a Solid Snake's ass? Fucking throw it our way, and we'll uh, answer it next week. The link is in our Instagram bio.
0: Boom. Hey, Donovan. Hey, Arthur. My girlfriend, F-19, may as well be a child. There's so many things I love about my GF. We've been together eight months. She is very kind. She is funny. She is attractive. We get along so well. The problem is, she acts totally like a child. I don't mean just a bit childish. I mean she wants to sit coloring in. She cries if she can't find one of her many teddy bears and stops the second I bring it to her. She also cannot do anything on her own and it is killing me. She talks like a baby sometimes and is very clingy. This isn't all the time, but I don't know what to do about it. I love her, but this is slowly driving me away. There's an update here. Oh,
1: it's a surprise visit to the
0: Paraphilia Pantry, bitch! Bitches! (laughs) I talked to her. It's a kink. She's a thing for acting like a little kid and wants me to be her daddy. I asked her if it's sexual, and she said it is. She likes the idea of a dad and his little girl doing sexual things. This is all a bit much for me. I told her I can't do that and that we're over. She threw another of her tantrums, but I just left. It's all just too weird for me. I'm really heartbroken because I love her. She didn't any so- show any signs of this until a couple of months ago, posted by Hedgehog Sex, which is another paraphilia we like to
1: talk about. Yep. We'll talk about Crazy fucking DeviantArt Sonic
0: Vore next week. So yeah, well, but in the meantime, yeah, here we oh, are. It's finally DDLG in the paraphilia pantry. It
1: is. I, I am surprised we have not talked about this yet. But, uh, okay, so Arthur, you want to give a rundown on what DDLG is?
0: Oh, absolutely. Let me just let me just pull up the. Uh, let's just go to let's do Urban Dictionary this time. Let's see here. We'll get their definition. <laughs>
1: The fucking sexuality experts down at Urban Dictionary. (laughs)
0: Right. Uh, We're bringing in the big guns, folks. Yep. DDLG, also known as Daddy Dom slash Little Girl, is a relationship in which one person is the caregiver or daddy and the other is childlike. It's not a relationship between an actual father and daughter or any minor. This is a type of BDSM relationship that may or may not involve sex, but often involves play with childlike things such as stuffed animals, bedtime stories, and spanking. The LG part of the relationship is often called a little. Yeah. Woof. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it as somebody who's typically pretty positive and supportive of, of kinks that you know aren't really harming anyone. And I don't I don't technically think this is here. I, I fucking hate this shit, dude. Yeah. I, I feel like this is you're fetishizing pedophilia, and I think the only reason you would be into that comes from some kind of fucking internal trauma or you are just jesus christ you gotta what, what fuck dude <laughs> why do you why do you want to you want to fuck a child essentially that's like what that's yeah. what this fucking is ah yeah. god it skews me out
0: yeah it's a zero out of five for me man this thing this is too fucking much and uh it is i don't think it i don't think it can be done healthily
1: no i don't i don't think so either it it Ah, man. It's just... ah. It's like the situation... There was something uh, recently I was seeing about sex dolls that are, like, made as as children that were being um, intercepted as shipments in the UK due to obscenity laws. And I was like, okay, obscenity laws in general, bad. And this technically isn't harming anybody. But, like, at the same fucking time, man... Ah, like... I feel like if, if you are someone with, like, these pedophilic impulses, acting on them in any way, even if it's not harming somebody, like, keeps it keeps that interest. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like the only actual solution to that, um, you know, assuming you're somebody who hasn't acted on this and don't deserve to be thrown in the fucking can forever, is uh, you got to get some kind of fucking therapy for this, because ultimately that is... You know, it's like any other any other interest, you know, maybe that's part of you. But if it's something that fucking harms to such an extent, like you really got to be treating to make sure you're you're pushing that away rather than like redirecting it somewhere else. Because I just, you know, like hey, fucking any bad habit is, you know, obviously a, a weak phrase for this. But like if, if you're kind of tangentially engaging in it. It keeps those, you know, fucking thought processes and feelings active and strengthens them in your mind, and that's no fucking bueno. So
0: That's
1: that's my rant on that, and I think that's what this is, basically. And, again, I just, if you're the sort of person that, like, this is how your sexuality plays out, I would really wonder where that came from, because I don't think any healthy person, and I'm not trying to, you know, be negative towards people and, and use that derogatorily, but, like, any kind of mentally healthy person is going to be wanting to act out their sexuality
0: in this way. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be a little damaged at the end of this. Sorry. Controversial I, stanch. We we are a non, we are not in favor of DDLG on this podcast. We don't think it's, we don't think it's good. No, nah, I, I don't
1: think so. A little side rant too. Fuck. This would be obnoxious, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like your partner throws tantrums and like wants a fucking calorie book and shit and that just sounds obnoxious as fuck. Yeah, Why would you want to deal with that shit?
0: Yeah, no Jesus thanks. Christ. Uh, um, <laughs> user Raven Blues 127 says, welcome to life with a little. My wife is one. It can be cute. It can be frustrating. Just something there, you know? If she's truly a little, she probably has a daddy kink as well. So there's that. Don't forget to keep mac and cheese handy. Probably best to keep all the stuffed animals in one area when not not in use. Disney movies are a good way to keep them distracted. Offer small rewards for being good. I usually give cuddles and food if she's been good. Weird, right? It's almost like talking to a child, but hey, if you don't like it, don't worry about it. It's her way of being cute. No, I fucking am worried about it, dude. (laughs) I'm
1: very worried about it. Jesus... (laughs) <laughs> Jesus fucking
0: Christ user bingos back ah! immediately after it just says what did I just read
1: ah, fucking fucking exactly and I got to reiterate I don't think there's anything wrong with anything wrong with like a dumb submissive kink which is this is ex- uh, this is essentially just kind of an extension of um, but that's like th- adults
0: th- that's two people you know being adults and acting like ex- adults in an adult situation exactly. this is introducing uh, like regression and ah, yeah, a fan. I'm
1: I'm I'm just not on board. I'm gonna say too, this guy not being aware of this, and it, he says it's driving him away, and now finds out what it is. It's all too weird for me, dude. I think that's I think that's kind of accurate. Like if you're coming into this, especially if you're just kind of a vanilla person, even if you were open to getting into this, which I'm just gonna say, please please don't. Uh, this just just sounds like a mess. You know, I don't. I don't yeah. think if somebody is kind of that deep into that interest, I I don't think you're gonna be able to just kind of be like, oh, like what if we direct it away, like compromise. I I I don't think this is gonna be compatible at all. Yeah.
0: And she fucking starts acting out of kink without like telling you, just tries to like like ease you into ew, ah, ew.
1: that too, dude. Yeah, that it's almost childish to not fucking come forth with your feelings and talk about them like an adult. Right. God fucking damn it. Oh, oh, it's not good. It's mm-hmm. not good. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's a bunch of fucking red flags. And uh, so I say walk away or be, you know, fucking committed to the hell of watching the fucking Little Mermaid and and then banging adjacent to that, I guess. That sounds like my (laughs) fucking personal (laughs) hell.
0: Fuck. It's getting railed out doggy style singing along to fucking Under the Sea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs)
1: Oh, my God man pe fucking people are into that i can't oh, nice. shit's crazy man shit's crazy man it, This talking about this makes me feel like a nun but
0: uh i also think i'm fucking right here Yep. don't That's, don't do this shit sounds like a zero out of five for dono too
1: Fuck it, negative man i fucking <laughs> hate disney movies
0: to be, okay i don't hate them all but in general i don't like this shit to begin with i'm gonna say lion king fucking slaps dude
1: I do like that one actually. And uh yeah, Wiley yeah, is pretty incredible. Wally's great, Lilo right. and
0: Stitch. So good.
1: Alright, I, I I take it back, but yeah. The whole the whole really into Disney shit, that's kinda of like the really into Harry Potter shit. Like yeah. you know, they're good. There's some good stuff, it's cool to like. But like if you're full on fucking doubling down on that stuff,
0: uh, uh some people who use Disney as it. like a as like a personality substitute.
1: Yeah, and the fucking way that some people use Harry Potter to, like, explain all fucking political goings-on.
0: that's really something.
1: Hashtag resistance,
0: hashtag Dumbledore!
1: (laughs) 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 Fuck that shit. All right, let's get out of this one before I I burst into fucking flames. What do you say? I like that. All right. Ah, uh, well, Jesus fucking Christ, speaking of age difference, I, 20F, started dating my dad's friend, 41M, but he's not creepy or anything. <laughs> <I> doubt it. <laughs> I know what everyone's going to say, but hear me out. Yeah, you, you fucking do. My parents divorced when I was young, and my dad left to a different state. With that, his best friend stopped coming over. I was six years old when they divorced... And I didn't see his best friend since then. I'd go visit my dad sometimes, but it was just usually me in his new apartment watching TV. LOL, divorce is horrible. Anyway, my dad visited recently, and my parents are on better terms. My mom had a small dinner party, and my dad came and some of his friends, including his best friend. It turned out he actually moved away and was visiting too, so he ended up coming. You know these people who look so much better with age? Question mark, question mark. This man was definitely that. He looked fucking scrum tiddly Oh, my God. <laughs> to be honest. And we were talking, and I was an adult now, so it was nice. He kind of treated me like a kid at times, but he acknowledged that I was mature now. I barely even remember him from my childhood, so it's not weird like that. And he is such a cool guy. Way better than the guys my age, and he's hot and mature, and he's so smart and gives great advice.
0: I thought she was, so gonna say I was kinda hitting on.
1: I thought she was gonna uh, say was great <laughs> head. Fucking thank God not. So I was kinda hitting him on him at the party and got his number for college or career advice. He went along with it and we flirted a bit. I was really into it, but my parents were there. Well I got him alone and tried something. We kissed and let her hands wander but he stopped me and said it was a mistake And all this BS So I backed off And at night we were texting a bit And he changed his mind and then invited me over to his hotel Oh my god So I went and we hooked up We've been texting and he is the sweetest guy My friends know that I'm talking to someone and I'm But I'm always giggly Like a 12 year old But I can't tell anyone about it My parents would kill him They wouldn't even like me dating a 25 year old And he's older, but he doesn't look old or whatever. He's only in his early 40s, and he looks really good for his age and keeps himself looking fresh. He's saying that we can't keep doing this because my dad would kill him, but we're adults. I don't get it. And it's not like he groomed me from a young age or whatever. He was my dad's friend, and he was always so nice to me when I was a kid and played games with me and babysat, but I hadn't seen him since the divorce until now. I think it's fine, but he thinks my dad would think it's wrong and think he's creeping on his daughter. I'm 20, and I have enough experience with shitty guys to know he's a great one, and I like him seriously. How can I possibly introduce a relationship to my parents? And he's not married or anything, so not an issue. That was posted by Blue Breakfast Cake.
0: You can't. (laughs) You can't introduce this relationship to your parents. You can't pursue this relationship. You can't. You can't, 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 cannot, can't.
1: No, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. This dude was having his first beer when you were a fucking fetus.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, wow, oh my God.
1: And, fuck, I, I, there's, there, there's a couple components here that, that are re- really fucking drive me a little nuts. Um, one is this concept that you're both adults, and so, like, this is fine but that's that's such a fucking broad false equivalency like okay 20 you're legally an adult sure but like right. you cannot fucking compare a 20 year old and a 41 year old No. and if you can you know a 41 year old's probably got some fucking issues that you know that, that's the kind of sort of person that they're looking for for a relationship mm-hmm. um, but essentially what I'm saying is you just, the maturity level is different your life experience is different your fucking place in life is different like, there are so many just fundamental incompatibilities there, and all that's no fucking bueno. The only fucking thing is that she says all this shit about, like, oh, you know, no grooming was going, I didn't see him much as a child, but, like, he was, fu- but then he's babysitting her and yeah, fucking don't. playing games there as a kid? That's so fucking
0: weird. No, that is bizarre, and that I, is not good. Can't. Don't babysit somebody and then fuck them later. <laughs> that's not how that works at all. Oh,
1: for for fuck's sake,
0: and uh, I, we've talked about age disparity a bit
1: on here, and you know, it, it, twenty year gap wouldn't be you know necessarily unhealthy if he's like sixty and you're forty, like uh, right. You've got enough life, life experience. It's
0: about life stage, because like uh, you know, it, it's it's about the the amount of power and experience you can wield in a relationship. Uh if you're 20 like you didn't say what your experience with school is or like you know but you can't like you're not a homeowner <laughs> you know what i mean like you no, don't feel, feel... Wield, wield that level of power and experience uh so it's going to be an inherently uh imbalanced kind of situation uh he fucking babysat you like yeah chihuahua No, oh, thank you
1: For real, I think the power imbalance is a is a good thing to bring up. Like it's the same reason you know you, there's ethical problems with like a boss dating their employees because, it, like, there's just kind of inherent things there, and it might not be direct like that, um, but but this it, it, there's just so much potential for things to not go well, and you to become dependent on this guy mm-hmm. and not have an avenue you know to be on your own and kind of get trapped in this, and and that's fucking dangerous and, and bad news
0: yeah um leave it at this like you guys hooked up it was a mistake just leave it at this and never fucking speak of it again and just walk the fuck away that's what you gotta do i think so too
1: and i think that this fucking guy knows that too but he's still fucking going after it and that's fucking sleazy i'm gonna say one other kind of piece of conjecture here you know the fact that your parents divorced you, you seem to have had somewhat of a rough and unstable childhood in that department. And uh, I, I think, you know, that can be traumatic to people. And I think that a lot of people coming out of that situation are kind of very attracted to stability and kind of a father figure. And that here at five, I mean, this dude is adjacent to your father. I, I I'm fucking conjecture here, but do you feel what I'm getting at?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: and that's that's more the realm of you know something like a mental instability or an emotional instability that you need to work through on yourself and not just kind of use this older kind of stable guy as a band-aid to not address this situation it's like beyond all the fucking ethics here
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. don't like it not a fan don't fuck him again don't like it
1: don't fucking like it yeah definitely definitely don't fucking do that and uh yeah, I don't know what else to
0: say. That's <laughs> fucking it. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Okay, let's let's wash the stink off. Here we go. Uh, My M25 new girlfriend, 22F, just told me she sleeps with her best friend. Now I am conflicted. I've been seeing this girl for just about a month. We came together in a random but beautiful way. I've grown quite fond of her and her dog as well. Just last week after meeting her friends, we had the talk and decided we would pursue a relationship with one another. Due to her work schedule, she has two weeks off upcoming. I asked her how she planned to spend these weeks, and she revealed that she would travel to her old college town about three hours away to meet her school friend. When I asked if I had met this friend at the bar, she replied that this male friend is her best friend. He quote-unquote saved her life when she was depressed in college and is an important person for her. Sure, no problem, I thought. Then she revealed she always has sex with him when she visits. I was shocked and played it off and only waited until one day later to talk to her about it again. She doesn't see this guy but once a year and is adamant there is no romantic feelings there. I get a seriously weird vibe from this. Guy helped you when you tried to kill yourself and now you owe or give him sex? A WTF. She says this is something I have to accept, but I wanted to have a good think before I make any decision. I really care for her and her little doggo. But this situation makes my stomach uneasy. Has anyone experienced this before? That was posted by Pep Godiola. Get the fuck
1: out, dude. Yeah, man. There's you know, there's there's nothing wrong with like a consensual, you know, poly relationship. And but the fucking essential fucking term there is consent. Yeah. And it's especially bad that like she didn't even mention that this would be an issue. She didn't ask you your fucking opinion. She's no. just you gotta accept that I'm I'm gonna fuck this guy. Uh you know, despite the fact that like she brought none of that up. She's just like, Oh oh yeah, we're dating. That is messy as fuck. Yeah. Possibly uh, manipulative.
0: Yeah, I'll get in a yeah, yeah, I'll be in a relationship with you, sure. Yeah, we can do that. Uh by the way, I'm I'm gonna I'm going out of town to see my old school friend. Oh, what's he like? Oh, uh, you know, he's like a good guy, and like, you know, we we fuck every time we hang out. You did what now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, gee, what the fuck, man? Yeah. I want to know what this girl's mentality is that she's just like, oh, yeah, here we go. You know, that's, that, he'll be fine with this.
0: No big deal. It's MBD. I feel
1: uh, like the only kind of, you know, rational, albeit evil, is that she is fucking manipulative and is coming in hot with like, I'm going to force this on this dude. And if he's cool with it, well, like, there we go. This is perfect.
0: Yeah, I can I can walk all over this dude. Um, hmm. But like if you didn't have an issue with it, then it wouldn't be an issue. But you right. do. So it is. So, yeah, I think a uh, couple edits here. Uh, I went to her on her lunch break and laid out how I really feel about this, how bullshit it is that she wants to have her cake and eat it, too. I'm not forcing her to cut off contact with the guy who saved her, but she can't be fooling around with him and keep me around. She was taken aback taken aback by how I came out verbally swinging. She'll gather herself and we'll talk again tonight. Um, let's see. <laughs> Few have asked what's up with the dog. I was viciously attacked by a dog as a youth, and her dog is the only dog I ever let close to me. We all even sleep in my bed, hence the attachment to him. Oh, how cute is that? Further update. She stuck to her guns, I stuck to her, I stuck to mine, I ended our relationship amicably, and she'll swing by later to get whatever she left around here, and I will kiss the dog one last time. So yeah, I think you made the right decision, uh, you know, because you gotta protect your emotional well-being. Um, and, you know, how long you been with, like a month? That's fine. You're not losing much. You're fine.
1: No, and 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 definitely not losing much in comparison to just be like, oh, maybe this will be all right. Like I'll just kind of ignore these bad feelings because Jesus Christ will not be all right. Oh. So, hey, but fucking good on you for you know being very direct and assertive with your feelings here. And uh, I mean, fucking also doing an amicable being not not getting angry about this. I'd be pretty pissed, I think. It's so good on you for being kind of level headed here, you know, despite this this person's motivations being uh you know potentially very fucking questionable.
0: Not a fan of this lady. Ah oh, man, that
1: again, it's just it's just it's really fucking manipulative. That's uh oh, man, that is that is not the way you go about that, if that's what you want.
0: <laughs> User shh, not until my coffee says hard yeet into a skirt. <laughs>
1: there we go yeah take a take a page out of the book of that question from a couple weeks ago and uh go ahead and hurl this relationship into the sea
0: into the sea <laughs> i still think i think about that often actually whenever just it's, it's like you screaming into the sea mm, so funny. <laughs> so funny, that was a good time i uh, i really liked that one That was a good episode remember when we used to have good episodes <laughs> Yeah, I do, cause uh, we're in the middle of one
1: right now, Ew. and uh, we got another question to uh, wrap this one up. What do you think?
0: <coughs> Go for it.
1: My GF twenty got a tattoo of something that represents me twenty four M, and I don't like the idea. English is not my mother tongue, so please excuse any errors on my part. So yeah. My girlfriend has had this idea of getting a tattoo for a long time. At first, her ideas were things like a lotus flower or a mandala. I thought they were cute and encouraged her to get a tattoo. So yesterday, she told me she was going to meet with one friend of hers. This friend also happens to be a tattoo artist, so I asked her if she still has the idea of getting a tattoo, and she says maybe, and then she tells me that she has a surprise for me, proceeds to show me a drawing of a fruit. Now this fruit has a special meaning for both of us because it was present the first time we met and it has been something that somehow represents our relationship. But I didn't like the idea at all, basically because we have only been dating for one year and I would never do something like that. And although I didn't want to hurt her, my face was an open book. She got a little upset, said that she wasn't getting my name tattooed or something like that, Because this tattoo doesn't just represent me, but also the things she has learned being with me, such as loving someone more than yourself and making sacrifices for your partner, etc. And even if things don't work out between us, she will still like it, but I'm not sure about that. She didn't expect my reaction at all and felt a little sad and disappointed. I told her that if she really feels that way, she should get the tattoo, but it had to be something for herself and I didn't want to feel responsible if she somehow ends hating the tattoo. The drawing was cool. In parentheses, it it really was. All right. Yesterday, she got the tattoo. It is big. It covers all her thigh. I don't want to feel responsible because she got the tattoo, despite my reaction and our conversation, but somehow I feel this pressure, and I wish she would never have got the tattoo. Am I being an asshole here? Also, I feel like a hypocrite because I should have told her my honest thoughts, but I just couldn't because seeing her sad makes me feel so guilty. TLDR girlfriend got a tattoo that includes me. Am I supposed to be okay with it? That was posted by the magnificent underscore one.
0: What what fucking fruit is it?
1: Which fruit I wanna know I wanna know that too. I don't he was it? present when you met Yeah. <laughs> Like you just met in a fucking grocery store and like they're next to the apples.
0: Yeah. I was thinking, I'm I was just, thinking it was like a, like a grapefruit.
1: It was just chilling.
0: Yeah. Big grapefruit. They're plant. on their
1: first Tinder date. And it just kind of rolls through the door. They're like That's us, dude. <laughs> and the grapefruit is us.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this is a little, this is a little intense. It's a lot to put on a relationship, I think a permanent addition to your body, particularly if it's the size of your fucking thigh. Uh, Definitely so.
1: And Did he say Did he say it was her first tattoo?
0: It seems like it.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so too there. Because I wouldn't be as kind of thrown off if this was somebody with a lot of tattoos and it's just kind of like, oh, here's another one that represents something to me, but like, yeah, this is big and this is it. Mm-hmm. And I'm somebody who, like, named tattoos and relationships... Bad fucking idea, dude. Especially you're young. Especially you've been dating one year. But, yeah. but on the other hand, I don't know, man. It it, it is a fruit. I get her rationale that like it represents like a time. It's not. It's not like this dude's fucking face. So yeah. I I don't know. I'm not usually definitely not supportive of relationship tattoos. I think that's pretty risky. But it, this this seems pretty mild to me. Mm.
0: Oh man, she's gonna have that fucking eggplant on her thigh for the rest of her life. <laughs> It's just a fucking eggplant emoji. Yeah, I might get that tattoo. That's fucking rad, actually.
1: There we go. We'll put RFTB on it. We'll get matching ones, and it'll be great.
0: That'd be tight. Uh, uh, it's it's totally a lot to put in a relationship. I don't think you're in the wrong for feeling weird about it. Um, but you know, I think you did the right thing not being like, uh, like forbidding it. You know what I mean? Like he could have had like a worse reaction to this and been like, "Don't fucking do it! I'll be pissed as fuck." Uh, Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. And,
1: uh, but ultimately like this happened and it's, it's her body. Like it's, you know, it's her decision to get this. She's thought it through and whether she ends up regretting that, like that, you know, ultimately that's, that's not your problem. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're kind of, if you're put off, you're put off by this, like in terms of pressure or whatever, I think you just got to let that go, man. Mm-hmm. Like, otherwise this is going to cause issues in the relationship and it's going to be a fucking self-fulfilling prophecy there. So I think you just trust that, you know what, she made this choice, she's a fucking, you know, she she's an adult, she can make this choice, it's her body, ultimately it's just a tattoo, it's on her thigh, you know, it's not a fucking face tattoo of your face with her face <laughs> tattooed on that face. You feel me? Like, this, this could yeah. be so much worse Yeah, and... I, I yeah, I think I think you just kinda gotta let it go and, and, and trust it's gonna you know it's gonna work out one way or another.
0: Yeah, dog. It's be that being fine. said, I,
1: I feel I feel your discomfort though. This would this would throw me a bit too. Yeah.
0: You're not in the wrong. Uh you'll get used to it. There you go. You'll get used to it. I I I think that's pretty much it.
1: And shit, man. I don't know. It it's sweet without again being some fucking heinous corny shit. Right. So Yeah. Man.
0: Yeah, as far as things go, pretty reasonably innocuous. Very true. Oh, hey, hey, guess what? What's that? My cum makes people's mouth numb. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think you got a fucking future career as a dental assistant, my dude.
0: <laughs> Here, swish this. Um, So I've been trying to find an answer oh, to this no, everywhere, no, but to no, no. avail. You can't.
1: You, oh, God. You
0: can't just fucking drop that little tidbit and then go into it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to find an answer to this everywhere, but to no avail. My cum simply makes people's mouth numb. Every girlfriend I've had said my cum is mouth numbing. I've tried myself. Yes, I know it's weird, but I had to find out myself, and it makes my mouth numb. Uh, This can't be simple allergies. Is it my diet? What the hell do I do? I don't want novacaine shooting out of my penis. And that was posted by Big Harry Sam 4.
1: Have you been spreading Novocaine gel on your
0: toast in the morning? That would do it. Yes, definitely. Um It's like the top comment here says it sounds like a superpower, and I'm with that. You're you're a mutant with like one of the shittiest powers in the X-Men. You're like a fucking. <laughs> You're like a D-grade mutant.
1: You're fucking stranded on an island after a, after a plane crash, and uh, one of your passengers just has this fucking deep cut. And the only way we gotta operate right now, but we got no anesthetic.
0: I got it. I'm here. I got the.
1: <laughs> fucking got this. Skeetie, skeet, skeet. <laughs> Yeah, I, fuck, I've never, I don't know, I've heard it, you know, come taste weird. I've never been anything like this. Let's see. Somebody uh, in the
0: comments says their boyfriends is the same. You ever heard of this? I have not. I have not. There's, like, whoa, semen makes my mouth numb. Uh, if you let a guy come in your mouth, does it ever tingle? Like, it's everywhere. Interesting. Ow. That's fucking bizarre. In my is there, mouth is gives, there any, gives me a tingling slash numb sensation.
1: Is there any explanation, like no, an allergy that anything. you mentioned? That's that's the only thing I can think of.
0: This is fucking crazy. It is. I, don't yeah. <laughs> I hope this guy follows up. Like I hope he figures it out and fucking follows up with this because this I gotta know now. I
1: hope so too. I, my one of my uncles is a uh, is a doctor. Maybe maybe hold no sound about this. Yeah, ask. Hey, uh, uncle, uh, what's up with numcum?
0: <laughs> Stop texting me. Hey, hey, Unk, uh I need to know about the numcum. <laughs> <laughs> numcum sounds like a fucking Longmont bit too. <laughs> I thought. I mean, if it's, I thought it okay. sounded like a new Overwatch character oh fuck yeah numcom
1: May uh, Baptiste
0: Reinhardt and numcom
1: there we go yeah
0: (laughs) well I don't I don't know man I would potentially be
1: concerned here because that's strange but if you're seeing it this many times on the internet without like a specific thing like yeah it means you got fucking you know dick cancer Mm -hmm. or uh you know it's a a fucking allergy thing and watch out for that I I don't know man it it doesn't seem to to be doesn't seem to be too big of a deal I've had uh yeah, you know, there's fucking random foods that I think do this to some people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think the one that, that, that mine is, but I... I or uh, fucking celery does this to me a little bit. Weird. But I don't, I don't think I'm allergic. I, I actually eat quite a fucking bit of celery. So. Can I
0: just say this? I don't know. What's it? Fuck celery. Oh, fuck celery? Fuck celery. Fuck celery. Yeah. It's What's like, wrong with celery? It sucks. It's just like, it sucks. It's like, it's like a vaguely spicy... Ah, ah, ah. Don't like it.
1: Nah, dude. It's fucking chewy. You get to pretend you're a cow chewing on some cud. And you don't even have to floss because it's fucking filled with floss.
0: Yo, if you put celery in the stuffing at Thanksgiving, I will flip the fucking table. Like, <laughs> fuck celery. That's,
1: it's so offensive, dude. It's just the texture. You know yeah. what I mean? There's, it doesn't even really have a taste. It just tastes like fucking water.
0: Can't deal with Crunchy it. Crunchy water. Can't deal with it. All right. I fuck with cucumbers. I put peanut butter? Cuke is a crunchy water. I'm a reverse there, dude. I fucking hate cucumbers. You fuck? You can't fuck with cucumber? I love cucumber. You ever have cucumber water? Fuck, it's so good. I
1: do. All right, I do like that. But it's a texture thing with the cucumber. But that's exactly what I was saying about why I like celery. So, I don't know. A little, little strange is there. I don't know what it is. Just fucking. They get mushy. Cucumbers get mushy when you cook them. And then fresh. I don't, they're like still kind of mushy but crunchy at the same time. And I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Huh.
0: Okay, I think I have the I think I have the right choice of uh, crunchy water fruits but you know you do you
1: we gotta agree to disagree but we also have to agree that uh, OP here should uh, go ahead and go to dental school
0: <laughs> should switch this <laughs> there we fucking go <laughs> oh that's good you know what else is good what's that this show and it's Woo! over for the week. I got to let you know that our intro song is the song "Hanging On" by the band Knower and that you can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com
1: And our outro music is the song "Stephanie" by the Hey Fellows. You can find them at Instagram.com/slash/theHeyFellows or uh, go on Spotify. Three words: the Hey Fellows. Boom.
0: Been great having you with us, folks. I uh, really excited uh, that you came and that you. That you made it all the way to the end of the show. Here you are at the end with us. You made it. Check it out. Fucking clap yourself on the back for that. There you go. A little round of applause for two out of it. All right. I'm going to play some video games. Love you. Bye. Mwah.